Coming up on NBL Now, more on the Aaron Baines situation, the latest from a Brisbane and Cairns point of view. And why is it taking so long? We talk about all of that. DJ Vasiljevic potentially headed to the Adelaide 36ers. Is he the piece that they desperately need? A big source, Alan Williams, predicting that Cairns could beat the Portland Trailblazers. All that and more coming up on NBL Now. Wednesday, October the 11th, NBL Now. Jack Heverin alongside Damon Lowry, the star of NBL Now, of course, on a Wednesday. Damon, great to see you. Good to be here, Jack. What's going on, man? Now, I, I couldn't help but notice there was a couple of things in the intro that you were shaking your head at. So we'll get to them very shortly. As always, I want your thoughts. Let's start with the Aaron Baines incident from Saturday night and the latest. I know that Pete and Joel spoke about it yesterday on NBL Now. After the boys recorded yesterday, Brisbane put a statement out saying that the behaviour of Adam Ford was, was unacceptable. Cairns have put a statement out saying that they stand behind both Adam Ford and Lat Mayen. Haven't had your take on this as yet, Damon. How have you seen it? Well, I watched the game, obviously, and seen the replay multiple times and saw that Bainsey started it, in my opinion. He tried to manhandle Lat Mayen. Lat threw a cheeky elbow, which was obviously wrong, but... In over 500 NBA games, you can't tell me that Aaron Baines hasn't copped something more than that before. He overreacted, I thought, lost total control. Um, and this is the whole point, Jack. Emotional control. Everybody talks about physical toughness, mental toughness. Where's the emotional toughness? Aaron Baines had a test, and he failed that test. So, and this is kind of what's been, I guess, a, a pattern for Bainesy to a degree, Nathan Sobey to a degree, that Brisbane Bullets team. Soon as things don't go their way, Jack, they they hot headed. They cannot control themselves in the moment. So I think Bainsey lost um didn't have emotional control there, and it eventually it hurts the team. So, do you think Damon, because of Aaron Baines standing in Australian basketball, that he's a marquee player for the Brisbane Bullets and one of the biggest names, let's face it, in the NBL right now? Do you think he's got a greater responsibility because of that? I think he does, especially if you're going to be a leader of the team. If you're going to be a leader, you can't just be a leader, Jack, on sunny days. You got to be a leader on those rainy, stormy days. And that storm came from that man, clipped him in the chin, and he reacted. And to me, that's when you find out really what you're about when things don't go your way. So, yes, Bainsey has a responsibility to himself as well as to the team, but also to all the fans watching to be a leader. So to Adam Ford's role in all of this and your wealth of experience in the game, these are all just alleged reports at this stage, but if there was a situation where Adam Ford confronted Aaron Baines, is his conduct acceptable? It depends on what that confrontation was like. Now, obviously, everybody in the league knows everybody. If Fordy was seeing Baines and he walked up to him, like, hey, man, you know, are we good? Like, you know, what's going on? If it was one of those, I don't see a problem with it because, like I said, Every coach knows every player and vice versa. But if he went up to Bainsey in an aggressive manner, which even though 40 wears those Cairns tight pants shirts to make him look like a bouncer, it don't. He, he's smart enough to know not to challenge Bainsey in the physical confrontation. So the truth will eventually come out. But I'm tipping it was just maybe a conversation, hopefully. So th- this is a complicated situation for a couple of reasons, Damon. And Olgan Yulich spoke about this on NBL Overtime last night. One Getting the CCTV footage is difficult because you're going through a stadium and a state body and there has to be written consent. The other is that the Cairns Taipans were in the air basically straight after the game to fly to America for their upcoming NBA games. But 
we're now here on a Wednesday morning. We're kind of none the wiser about what this all looks like and what happens next. Is it starting to drag on too long? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, as soon as I saw that TMZ wasn't involved, I knew this was going to drag out. <laughs> so it's almost like by the time Kans gets back, you know what? Let's just let's, let's play on. Let's let 40 and Bainsey talk amongst, amongst themselves and sort it out like, you know, over a beer or two or whatever, and let's get on with the season. So the, the last one on this is just the overall optics of it. You're reading on the situation, how it looks, I guess, to the outside world that we've got a player and a coach having a confrontation, plus obviously the, the visuals of Aaron Baines and everything we saw on Saturday night. Overall, not a great look. Not a great look, but we've seen it. We've seen that kind of stuff before in the league. Guys make mean faces. Nobody really fights in basketball. They just make a bunch of tough faces at each other, and then they walk off, and, you know, they huff and puff. They get all their buddies to hold them back. But, um, yeah, I've seen way worse, so no big deal to me on this one. Let's jump to the Adelaide 36s. I feel like we talk about them a lot here on NBL now um, for reasons that are probably their own doing a lot of the time. Alwyn reporting last night that DJ Vasiljevic and the Adelaide 36s are in conversation and there is strong interest. Before we get to the Tic Tacs and the machinations of it, yes or no, right, Fit? No. Bad Fit. They got enough guards. Trenton Flowers. Uh, Mitch McCarron. Jason Kadee. You know what I mean? Like, how many do you need? That's not the issue. Now, in saying that, it would be awesome to have DJ back in the league. Because obviously he's a championship player. He's a sniper. You know, a, a walking flamethrower. But... It's not a good fit for Adelaide. And Adelaide's always seems to put themselves in talking situations. All of a sudden, you get a team like New Zealand that can quickly get an import replacement. And yet here's Adelaide going into round three on their fifth game, and we're still up in the air. So I don't know what's going on over there. The counter argument, and Leonard Copeland said this last night on overtime, was that at least with DJ, you know what you're getting, as opposed to an import that may or may not work. Do you agree with that? You do know what you're getting from DJ. You're going to get a bunch of threes. But like I said, as far as helping the team win, I don't think that's the position. So let's just say they wasn't bringing another import. And if you can add a DJ to your mix and maybe make it a long-term deal and not let just like a one-year, half-a-year kind of thing, look, you can always do worse than DJ. But that's not the answer to Adelaide's problems. Illawarra, Mason Peatling reported to be out for a, a chunk of time with a fractured cheekbone. These things never heal easily, particularly in basketball when there's elbows flying around left, right and centre. It sucks for Mason and it's bad news, but is this the window of opportunity now for Lachlan Albrecht? Man, yeah, bad luck to Mason. He copped it. He was friendly fired too. Uh, yeah. Luckily, the Illawarra Hawks got 32 dudes on the team and they can easily slide another guy in. And hopefully we get to hear a whole lot more Lock and Holbrook music because that guy can go. Just on Illawarra, um, there's been a lot of conversation about their subbing patterns, using too many guys, having 10 guys roll through in the first quarter. Do you think that will settle down or is this going to be a, a, a genuine coaching style here for Jacob Jacobus? I think it's going to be his general style. Um, I hope I'm wrong because I like to see that guys stay on the court. Like Justin Robinson, he played 30 minutes. So, and you saw what he did in those 30 minutes. So, you got to have your studs playing a major minutes. But Jacob has never coached with this much depth, and I think it's going to take him a while to really work out. Hey, maybe I can just ride maybe those guys, you know, the heavyweights, a little bit longer. So, hopefully it sorts itself out a little bit, but I still think he's going to use all of his depth. 
And Damon, we've got NBL NBA games coming up starting today and rolling through the next week. It's very cool for Cairns and also the New Zealand Breakers. Uh, last night on NBL Overtime, big source Alan Williams thinks that the Cairns Taipans can beat the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, yes or no? <laughs> source, I, I think it could snow in Sawumba, but it ain't going to happen. <laughs> I, I would, and don't get me wrong, I would love for the NBL teams, Cairns and New Zealand, to get a dub. Because, you know, they represent all of us over here. But, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's a long shot. So, Sauce, I noticed his prediction was a little bit, they could. He didn't say they would. So, is that really a prediction, Sauce? Come on, man. It's, a, it's a, like a 60% prediction. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to everyone in Toowoomba as well, because it ain't snowing anytime soon in Toowoomba. We know that for certain. Damon, always love your thoughts, love your opinions. Thanks for being with us on NBL Now. Good on you, Jack. Later, man. Thanks to everyone for being with us as well. We are back tomorrow.